0: Welcome to the Animals to the Max podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This podcast is about everything animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to the Animals to the Max podcast. I'm Corbin Maxey. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, I am very excited about our guest. Uh, She's a great friend of mine. Her name is Valerie Hershey. (laughs) Would you like to go by Valerie or Val? Val's easy. Val's easy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Val. And uh, we met at Boise State University uh, during our undergrads. We were in the biology program. Um, gosh, nearly like seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long time. I feel old. Um, anyway, so uh, I wanted to have her on this podcast because Val is a very interesting person. She, uh, first and foremost, right now she is a full-time science teacher, but in a past life she also was a zookeeper, and Val is a world traveler, and she has been to places a lot of us could only dream about. She's been all over the world. She has seen some incredible, amazing wild animals, and I just really wanted to invite her on the podcast. So welcome, Val. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to my studio. You're <laughs> you can laugh. Are you laughing? It was so You're funny. You're welcome. I know. I was. I was talking to um, another podcast guest, and I was, and they were like, "So, where's your studio located?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm "In my like, kitchen." Like, well, we're not in my kitchen. We're in my living room. But I was like, "Well, it's in my living room." Uh, <laughs> so, welcome to uh, my studio. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. Um, so, I'm really excited to have you here. Um, so younger, so when you were young you did you always have a passion for science or animals?
1: Yes, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, I've always loved animals, uh, we've always had animals, and um I don't know what, I guess, you know, if I really want to be a be nerd, honest.
0: be a nerd, be a nerd. No one's listening to this, but my mom <laughs> <laughs> and then probably you, I'm yeah, sure right? you're going to listen to it. Um, okay,
1: what really ahead. did, I mean, I've always loved animals. There's no yeah. doubt about that, but it, my parents took me to go see Star Trek four, uh-huh. uh, the voyage home uh-huh. and it was right when conservation was really big and, uh, the movie, if you haven't seen it, they save whales. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so they have, to, they have to go back in time to the 80s and take mm. some humpback okay. whales back to the okay. future to save, okay. to, to re-uni- um, uh, restart the species in the future. But ever since then, I was fascinated. And I wanted to work with whales. I was going to be a marine biologist.
0: Oh, okay. That's. I thought. I honestly thought you were going to. I know this sounds ridiculous. I thought you were going to say that you saw Chewbacca, and (laughs) (laughs) And and ever since I saw Chewbacca, (laughs) ever since I'm literally sweating. I thought you were going to go into Chewbacca, beaten animal. I'm just like, oh my my god, God, this is going great. Okay, so right now we're just going (laughs) to. We're going to Star Wars. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, it is. I'm right. I'm going to (laughs) get. I haven't seen it. <laughs> You just. <laughs> yes. So back to Chewbacca and Star Wars. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I feel like a real idiot not knowing like getting Star Wars, Star there Trek are mixed up. Two different
1: universes in two different worlds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I,
0: I really need to watch those. We need to get together. We could watch those.
1: Star Trek 4 is very cheesy.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's okay. great. Good, good. good. So. I'm going to get a lot of haters from that. Anyway, <laughs> people are going to be on me about Star Trek and Star Wars. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, so you saw Star Trek. And they were saving wells, and that's something that you just, that kind of... What it really was my trigger. Of, that I, I uh-huh. wanted to be a marine biologist ever since. Yes,
1: yeah, so I went to Humboldt State University for a year for to get my degree in marine biology. Uh-huh. And then uh, during the summer, I went up to Seattle to visit some friends, and life just happened. And I ended up just staying in Seattle and then uh, volunteering at uh, Woodland Park Zoo.
0: Which is a beautiful zoo. Yes. A beautiful, beautiful zoo. And so what were you in charge of at the Woodland Park Zoo?
1: So I was the um, savannah keeper uh, volunteer, so I would clean up the savannah, the giraffe barn, hippo pool, and such. And then and then I actually took a job doing the giraffe feeding platform where I got to educate people about giraffes.
0: Okay, so you're at the Woodland Park Zoo. You're working with the savannah animals.
1: Yeah, and then I was going to try to be a zookeeper. I took a zookeeping job in, in Oregon, but it, things just didn't work out, so... Mm-hmm and i also found that i liked educating people more than just taking care of animals i was too sensitive about animals um so then i decided to come back home to boise idaho and go to school to so, be a teacher
0: so too sensitive about animals just meaning like just
1: just they were um any any type of thing so uh, if the animal got old and we had to put him down mm-hmm. it it would it was very sad so i couldn't handle like i didn't want to be in charge of the well-being of an animal. If I, if something ever went wrong, I didn't want that on me because I'm just too sensitive. So
0: You know, it's emotionally draining. I was it lucky. Is. I um, job shadowed with – a well, not technically job shadowed, but I followed a vet around for a summer at a zoo. And to see the emotion, like it was so draining for her. Like she would ball. I mean, you know, when you have to euthanize animals. Like it's seriously like she – you could just see it. I mean, it was... And that's yeah. why I was like, I don't think I want to pursue the vet route. It's very stressful. And...
1: Yeah. So I think if you... You know, it's, it's good to love animals, but, you know, if you're too sensitive, maybe working with animals might not be the job for you. Yeah. Or different Either film way. with animals. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so
0: you decided that that wasn't for you.
1: Right. And I found that I just enjoyed educating people more. So when I worked on the draft uh, platform, I really liked the questions they had. I always had questions. I always felt really cool being able to answer them. And I... Um, I really enjoyed the conservation part of it, too. So things just came together. I like teaching. I like animals. Uh Biology teaching just seemed to be Uh the right route to go. That's and, awesome.
0: Yeah. And that's how you and I met. Boise State University. Yes. Go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's we had fun. some of their funding. Could you imagine? <laughs> the athletic <laughs> funding. If you ever see the biology building, they, they, they try to tuck it's us the one up. in the corner. It's the one in the corner that hasn't been renovated since the 70s or the 60s. <laughs> that's
1: the, the museum in the basement. <laughs> yeah, the
0: museum. <laughs> okay, it's a different podcast topic. Okay. Okay, so basically, yeah, so we met, so through Boise State University, we actually met on a trip to the Seychelles, but um, you went to Africa first, of course, so tell everybody how you were able to travel to Africa. How did that come about?
1: Well, I remember being in class, I was taking an ecology class with Dr. Bechard, and he had mentioned it, and uh, I, you know, I jotted the notes down, you know, like dates and stuff, and I really wanted to go, but I didn't really feel like I, I, I guess I didn't think it would be possible. Uh-huh. But there was just something inside of me that just said, you know what, you, you just need to go for it. Um, mm-hmm. It was through the school, so it was going to be a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. and everything was taken care of, So, and you get credit for it. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I always forget, that you get credit for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for you know, stress. we actually did a little bit of schoolwork, too. Yeah. Um, we all got A's. Yeah, it, it's an opportunity you just can't miss,
0: so yeah. I jumped on it. and Okay. And so you arrive in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your first thought of Africa?
1: So yeah, you get off the plane in Nairobi, and the first thing you see is a giraffe. It's <laughs> serious. <laughs> um, you don't expect that, you know. You just see giraffes in the zoo all the time, and you—it's just you get out, and they're just out there in the field, like a, you would see a cow or something. And um, that was quite shopping, shocking at first, but you know. Two days later, you're looking at giraffes every day. You're like, oh, look, another giraffe.
0: <laughs> okay, so you were at Boise State University, and you were able to go to Africa through the rapture biology program. Yeah, so Dr. Dr. Bechard,
1: Bechard, okay. Dr. Bechard uh, has a, a colleague, I guess, uh-huh. who lives in Nairobi and uh-huh. is in charge of the... Not charge, yep, um, the okay, Africa so. programs
0: director for the Peregrine Fund.
1: Okay, and he, I, I believe it was his idea to have a group of students come over and learn about raptors mm-hmm. and the reason why they're declining mm-hmm. so so rapidly because of certain poisons that they feed lions. Obviously, the lions die. Vultures now, eat the lions.
0: Why would they, they be die. feeding the lions poison?
1: So, <clears throat> Maasai, the Maasai people, the the cattle is their their well being. That's that's mm-hmm. basically their money almost. That's you're known by the head of cattle you own. So if some were to die <clears throat> from lions, they're gonna be losing a lot of okay. money. That's that's so <clears throat> they would they would poison these lions.
0: In like retaliation.
1: In retaliation of them okay. coming onto the to the farm and, and taking their cows and and this poison is so bad that, you know, once it killed the lion, then when the vultures would feed off the lions, you could have, you know, twenty vultures just dead oh, right off the God. bat. So the kind of vultures is really
0: Bad right now, right? and that's something. Did you? I, that's something that I didn't realize <clears throat> when I went to Africa the first time. Was that something you even realized?
1: I didn't even know about yeah, it at all. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. And then to, to realize that—I better not say that. No, I'm, it's fine. No, I was going to say about United <laughs> the United States still making the poison and selling it to third world countries. They don't
0: still. do it. It's fine. Sure? <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> ahead. No, seriously.
1: <clears throat> so another shocking thing that I found that. Um, so obviously I care about animals and to see them dying so obviously you're just like oh I want to save them I want to I want to fix this problem well mm-hmm. the, the problem isn't just in Africa the problem's back home too so you got companies in America still still creating this poison that it's it's completely banned in the United States however we will sell it to third world countries mm-hmm to, um, for, for whatever, for money, it, I guess. It,
0: yeah. It, it's ridiculous. And it's cheap. Fear it, Dan it's and, uh, Dan, yeah fur, Dan, fear Dan, it's cheap. Like these people can, it's cheap over the counter can buy. Oh my God. And that really makes
1: you look at yourself too. And yeah. you know, cause you think you're American you think we should be more educated, I guess, cause we're a first yeah. world country and we should know better. Yeah. So something like that really, really was, um, uh, for me to take
0: yeah and it's definitely eye-opening i remember talking to (coughs) munir about furdan it is so bad first of all it's odorless um it's very i mean it's easy to apply cheap it's so bad that this chemical it even kills flies that land on the carcass yeah that's what he told me and it, it was just like what Okay, so you went to Kenya. Where was the first place you went when you went to Kenya?
1: Well, we stayed, first we stayed at a hotel in okay. Nairobi, but the first place uh, we were taking to was Lake Navasha. Okay. And we stayed in a couple cabins there doing, um, we would do African fish eagle surveys on Ooh. the lake mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bit while also counting hippos in the water. <laughs> so, oh, that's so cool. Oh, it was amazing. <clears throat> um, so, and then the fun thing was, is that, so the, the birds are, are banded. Uh-huh. So, you know, we would kind of lure them in to with take what? photos uh, with fish. Okay. And uh, but it was the easiest way to lure them in to take photos because they would take mm-hmm. photos to look at the tags. Mm-hmm. This you know to be able to track them. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you can get some amazing, amazing photographs of these birds. Do you have grabbing... any of those photos? I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, good. I didn't take. Oh it. yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, me neither. But like I... I didn't take any of my
0: Africa photos. <laughs> no, no, there were so
1: many people with better cameras, uh-huh. and Manir was so like generous to to share some with me so oh, yeah. oh well with everybody but yeah yeah so just just amazing photography and then <clears throat> Just counting
0: the hippos too.
1: This is amazing. Counting
0: the hippos. See, when we went to Lake Navasha, we didn't see too many hippos. They're on the other side of the lake. I mean, just the the like. I think like the first day on the lake, and I was like so disappointed. But then, of course, you know, we went to the Mara and saw them everywhere. But um, oh, we counted like two, three hundred of them. What? Yeah, they were just all over. They came onto the camp at night. Yeah. So that that is something people don't realize. Okay, so talk about this. So you're staying. You know. Elsamir, it's a right. great Elsamir study center along, it's it's on the bank of Lake Navasha yeah. in these cabins. And at night.
1: At night, they would just come up to graze. And so, you know, they would just be like, you know, you might want to go to your cabins, you know, to be a little bit more safe. But uh-huh. to be honest, they weren't, they didn't seem very, they didn't, they were very docile to me.
0: Yeah, but they, okay. <laughs> so they killed them, <laughs> and you're going to be on record for saying hippos are docile, <laughs> you're very yeah. educated. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm That's no, we so, kept our distance, <laughs> right? And you know what? You know what? I was shocked when I when I stayed at Elsamir. I was shocked at how silent these hippos were. Yes,
1: yeah, because we didn't even we were sitting outside by the fire, mm-hmm. and one of the um, Masai Mara. Folks that
0: worked there was the one that told us that it was there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. and, and those are the uh, those are the the guards, right? They're there to. I don't,
1: I don't remember if they were the guards when oh, we, when we oh. stayed on the Messiah in tent, big tents okay. we had guards staying okay. outside our tent, but with the cabins, that, I think we had a guard, but I don't know if they were right outside our cabin. Okay, because
0: I remember at Lake navasha they we couldn't at night from the campfire to the cabins. You had to be escorted by a guard.
1: Huh. See, Uh, I I don't quite remember that. Wow, that's insane. (laughs) Maybe they had
0: an incident after in between, you know, (laughs) know. we went. Okay. That's awesome. That'll be my memory, though. And they have, um, like, did you hear any crazy African sounds at night?
1: Yes. So one of the coolest sounds I heard was um, when we were in the tents and we were, like, on the Mara. Okay. And at night you could hear the lions huffing or huffing, oh, whatever yeah. you call it, um, chuffing, I think. chuffing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, he sounded pretty close. <laughs> yeah, he's insane. Yeah. So oh. thankfully, we did have a guard outside our
0: tent. That's awesome. But yeah.
1: They, you know, and you just you're like, wow,
0: he's like out there. <laughs> yeah. And then and this is separate. So that's so so basically, so you went to Lake Navasha. Yeah. Correct. And then you went to the Masemara. Mara. Yes. Tell us about that.
1: <clears throat> so after we did Fish Eagle at Navasha, we were going to. Um, Check out some vultures. Okay. So we went on to the Mara, and um, every day we would get to go on these safaris mm. and just animal after animal that anyone that you can imagine that would be in Africa just it was, it was almost like it was like a dream. It was just like, oh, look. You know, here's, here's a warthog. oh, look, here's a zebra, oh, look, here's a giraffe, oh, look, there's a cheetah, oh, look. <laughs> Except for the leopard.
0: <laughs> That's going to be another podcast. Where in the hell I'm going to say how this is. Leopard. the elusive leopard. The elusive leopard. So, you went, <laughs> so just to, for people listening who are unfamiliar with the Masai Mara, it's uh, part of the northern Serengeti ecosystem. So in Africa, it, it's safe to say it has one of the highest concentrations, correct, of prey Predator and prey, like it's just concentrated with so many animals. Yeah, like the big five, everything.
1: Yeah, so I got the four.
0: I thought <laughs> I you got saw got the leopard. Other.
1: No, that would be the other jeep that we're was ahead of us. No, we're we caught up to them, and they're like, "Oh, he's gone." Yeah,
0: like, oh. <laughs> you get so mad. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've missed but. a leopard by like a second.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what. I did. <laughs> they're like, "Don't you see it?"
0: No? No. Nope. Gosh, that's all I wanted <laughs> yeah. to see in Africa when I went back again was to see a leopard. And I, <laughs> I didn't Darn see leopard. it. A leopard, I tell That's insane. <clears throat> so, And, and you, you also saw Rhino too, part of the Big Five?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Really? We saw some white rhino. Okay. Um. And then we saw, I think they were going to tag it. So we got to see some actual workers I out wish there I was calling. on your <laughs> trip. The,
0: I'm sitting here thinking, what? Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were out there trying to, you know, they were going to you know they were hunting him basically to to get him and then tag him uh uh-huh. oh something. my so goodness. yeah it was pretty cool
0: that was insane so that so what was any favorite animal experience in the Moss mara uh cheetahs
1: the cheetah was oh pretty, you saw yeah, cheetahs yeah, cheetah too the cheetahs Gosh. were pretty cool but the, you know actually the, my most favorite were we seeing the baby animals so like okay. the, the baby um the lions oh were, you saw were, cubs oh yeah they
0: were so cute oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you had one could, you had... You had a great African experience. Yeah. You didn't see cubs. Well, we did. Um, the yes, yes, we did. Okay. But you know what was weird? We went in a very so. I went the year after you, I think, or maybe two years after, on that yeah, same trip. I think we trip. went to
1: Seychelles the next year. Yep,
0: yep. So yeah. two years after, and the first day we went out in the Maasai Mara that year, they had crazy heavy rains, so the grass was exceptionally high, so it concealed all the predators. Uh-huh. We did not see one lion. The first day we were there, wow, and it was very shocking because the Mara is full of lions. It's kind of like it's not a great. I mean, you can almost guarantee you'll see a lion. Uh And then the next day, and it's crazy. So, and and then half of our group got sick um, that next day. So basically, the next day, half of us went out who weren't sick on safari. And then that afternoon, I have to brag. I saw way off in the distance. I have to way off in the distance. Way off in the distance, and we pulled up, and they were from the oh my god, from the Ridge Pride from Big Cat Diary.
1: Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, not
0: the same line, but, you know, the okay. family lineage or lineage or whatever. But, yeah, but they were really thin, really <laughs> well, that's thin. That's not good. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. So, cool. yeah, so you got to see yeah, cubs. Yeah, we saw and...
1: lots of, lots of lioness, uh, lots of females with cubs. Okay. I only saw one male, and that was off in the distance. But okay. we were so close to this one lion and her cubs I I mean, it was probably maybe 10 feet.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: But they're not afraid of the cars, which is kind of sad because there's so mm-hmm. many tourists uh-huh. that cars are just always there. And then, especially for the big migration, mm-hmm. I guess it's just a madhouse with cars, which is kind of too bad. But I mean, you want you want to get mm-hmm. people out to to appreciate the mm-hmm. wildlife, so hopefully it helps conservation.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I, I I remember too. I like wrote down in my journal. Like my first thought was I. I was shocked at the amount of tourists, and I mean, obviously, we're tourists ourselves, so we can't complain about it, but I was, it was shocking, because, you know, you watch these nature documentaries, uh, you know, of of the Mara, and you don't ever see the cars, or you never see the roads, in reality, they're there, it's it's really, it's an interesting experience.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very, very interesting. Awesome. And then, didn't you, for some reason, I remember, didn't you say you you saw a hyena eating a cow carcass or something? Oh,
1: yes. So, (laughs) so we go out in the morning, and um, so... So one of the problems is is that the uh, the the park is protected, Uh but the Maasai Mara feel it's their land too, and so Mm -hmm. they have their cattle. And apparently, so at night they bring the cattle onto the park to graze, and then take them out Uh in the morning. Uh And one unfortunate cow didn't make it. So we were out in the morning, and the hyena was already kind of chewing on them. It was really fresh. Oh, it was really kind of gross. Um, but we sat there, watched it for a little bit, went on our, so cool. on our safari, and came back to check on it, and it was gone. And I mean not gone, like eaten. Like uh-huh. someone came and removed it. So,
0: yeah. So, okay. Any other <laughs> last-minute Africa notes or any advice for anyone?
1: Don't think about it. Just go. if you, Is that something you want to do? Don't okay. hesitate.
0: Okay. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, because yeah.
1: if you start thinking about reasons why not to, you'll, you'll talk yourself out of it probably.
0: Yeah. Because I it. almost
1: did. Really? So, oh yeah, because you you know you're thinking oh god money that's a lot mm-hmm. of money mm-hmm. and um yeah you know you you got but you I mean just do it.
0: It is nice that Through college we were we were able to go very inexpensively compared to what, <laughs> what right. someone would. Like
1: these tents on the Mara. I mean people pay a lot of money yeah. to stay there. Yeah. So we were fortunate enough to just be able to stay there. And...
0: Yeah. Anyone <clears throat> going out college or anything seriously look into these types of programs. And just yeah, do great it opportunity just do it we're back with Val we just heard about her experience in Africa and that's actually I think how you and I became friends we went to the Seychelles. Seychelles okay anyway so let's go into the Seychelles tell people about the Seychelles where they are because when I signed up for the trip I had, I, I had no like an I had no I, idea where it was I they just, I just, just all I
1: heard was it's Europeans Hawaii yeah, that's, yeah, that's
0: retired. I heard. Someone told um, – um, uh, a couple of friends of mine told me about it in class, Audra and, and Jana. They told me about, hey, you should go. We're going to go to Rome. And I was like, what? Yeah. And no, then the Seychelles, I'm like, where the hell are the Seychelles? <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was, I am like, what? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, tell us about the Seychelles, where um, they are.
1: So the class was to um, learn about the endemic species on the Seychelles Islands. And there's one island that they don't – I mean, it's crazy. You have to get on a boat – to get mm-hmm. on another boat mm-hmm. to get to the island because they don't want any type of like rats or mm-hmm. land-dwelling animals that will harm the like the lizards and skinks. Yeah, and native. The, yep. the, the native animals that yep. live there. So that's what we went there to study was the endemic species. Where where, there. where
0: are the Seychelles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm a listener in the car right now, like trying to Google like where. Are the So
1: Seychelles? yeah, if you're a Madagascar fan and you know where Madagascar is, just go up up. A little bit on the oh. map, and zoom in and zoom in <laughs> until you see these, you know, a couple little islands. But yep. yeah, I forget. Like five thousand miles. I'm probably throwing it way off. Oh, I don't, I don't know, even. Have I miles. don't even know
0: the mileage. I, yeah. I just know. I think it's like around 115 granite islands. Wow. That's what. Yeah, and we and it's yeah off off. Oh, is it 1,200 miles or 1,500 miles off the coast of East Africa? I think. Okay. Someone's going to email know. me. I know, right? <laughs> Someone's going to be like, that's not true. And then, <laughs> yeah. Somewhere
1: north of Madagascar, in yeah, the Indian Ocean. North. Yeah, Indian
0: Ocean. Okay, so tell us about that.
1: Oh, it was like – I can see why they call it uh, the Europeans Hawaii. I mean, that's where they go. That, uh-huh. like, apparently, that's where um, Prince William took his uh, fiancée. Kate. Rape, Kate, yeah. Kate. Did they get married there or were they – Honeymoon.
0: Honeymoon, there? okay. That's how rich it was. And yeah. I remember – they, this rich guy I was sitting next to on the plane. By the way, you have to take a plane from Rome, like Air Seychelles, to the Seychelles. And this guy looked at me, this rich business guy, he looked at me and said, what are you doing here? And he's really <laughs> nice. I said, oh, I'm with the, you know, Waisy State. And I'm like young. I'm a 21-year-old. And he, like, looked at my clothes. I'm sure I was in gym shorts and a baseball cap. And he said, but how did you – he literally asked me, how did you afford this? Like, he was questioning, like, how were you able to – like, these group?" I mean, we had an odd group. I couldn't imagine people, like, you know, <laughs> looking at us thinking, how did these people get here? <laughs> because we did – really quick, the calculations to do what we did in the Seychelles would have cost $15,500. And that is what I got from Winir and like also Dr. Bayshard. They like did the calculation. That's how much it would have cost an average person to go.
1: And I, I think I spent less than three.
0: Really, three? I did I twenty. Think. I think three. I think three thousand yeah. is what I paid. The program was what twenty five hundred, and then plus you get your
1: credits for school.
0: Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus we're having fun
1: <laughs> in school, guys. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh yeah, it was something to do in school. Yeah, and we it, we had to do a
0: a project on each animal, and I remember the day my project came, the projector broke, so I just <laughs> so I sat there and had to do. My animal was the Aldabra tortoise. Oh, fun! I, I don't even remember we, what I did. I don't think were you. Well, we were in the same. Were you there during my uh-huh. talk? It uh-huh. must have been really memorable. <laughs> I think it was the last one. Everyone went out for beers. Right. Um, okay, so anyway, so you land in the Seychelles. What is your first thought?
1: Well, okay, so you first landed to the main island, right? Uh-huh. And then we had to take a little puddle jumper to this other little island where we were going to stay. And that's kind of scary because it is. Very small. I mean, it is like you know you see those like horror movies, and their, t- <laughs> and their tiny little cramped little plane is moving all over the place. That's what um, it's that like. was what.
0: Yeah, and it was stormy. Didn't the plane
1: have <laughs> yeah. the? So we <laughs> we made it. So me when and you were Aud- the first plane. I think it was Audra. Okay. We made it there, and then yeah, the big storm hit because we just landed when it was like, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody else was stuck, stuck. on the main, and me, so yeah, yeah. we were already exploring uh, the island by that time. So, yeah. But but really cool. And like I said, going to that one island that, that you had to jump boats. So you jump onto this other boat, and he's to... going full speed. And yeah, Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. At full um, speed. Uh, Kuzan, right? It, yeah. Kuzan. And he's just going, and we're island, like, Kuzan, I, I remember going, is he going to slow down? <laughs> <laughs> but no. So they, they just book it, and then they flip up the engine, and you go sailing right onto the sand, and it was, yeah. it
0: was crazy. That was insane. I remember we arrived in Kuzan, and all of a sudden this big giant 300, pound tortoise just walks by, you know, it's just, it was like Jurassic Park for me when I, when I like palm trees, like literally tropical, just beautiful. Yeah. And it they was said, beautiful. They said that that's where they think the Garden of Eden like originated. That's like oh, what, yeah, yeah, in that, in that um, Coco de Mar palm forest, huh. I believe. I'm probably butchering that name, but I know I think it's Coco de Mar anyway. Yeah. It's just tropical paradise.
1: Well, and just the, like, even if you're, like, a geology or, you know, geologist kind of person, just the the landforms mm-hmm. there, the rocks mm-hmm. being how they're weathered. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any rock like it. I mean, you really feel like you're on uh-huh. a, an alien island
0: almost. So. Yep, and we went to several <coughs> islands. I think you're talking about Ladig. Yeah. The most photographed island yeah. in the world. This is, like, the island when you look, when you, I don't know, go to the store and you see, like, tropical islands or... You know, like calendars. That's like Ladig. That's right. Where they, that's where they take it. Just,
1: yeah, amazing landforms of rocks and how they're weathered. It's yeah. just, it's crazy. Yeah, and then just all Dalbert tortoises walking around.
0: Yes. And... <laughs> I just, oh my god, so weird. You know what's weird for me? Walking at night on the road, I literally thought I was in Jurassic Park, and my instinct was like, God, are there, are there any predators or anything? But there's, there, there are no big predators in the Seychelles. There's mm-hmm. no like anything like. I think back in the day they used to have crocodiles, but then humans wiped them all out. So. Yeah,
1: well, I think what the worst thing they have there is cats or something. Cats are yeah, bad. because they're yeah, because they're the rats. killing the yeah.
0: Yeah, and and barn owls too are invasive. They they kill the barn owls. Um, huh, bad you didn't know that? Yeah, they were mm-hmm. telling that. Yeah, they were telling us that because they have a very negative impact on you know on the on the birds there. I mean, just yeah, that Kuzan Island or Bird Island wherever we went, it was yeah that bird reserve. Huh. Yeah, did you see the fruit bats?
1: Yes. Those they were cool. awesome. We got to feed them.
0: Those are so cool. Yeah,
1: they were. Bats cool. are cute. I don't know why people are afraid of bats. They are yeah, cute, so... it's
0: like a. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, we got to feed them too, and I got to film them a little bit too. Nice. They're awesome. Okay. How was really quick? How did you deal with the food? I loved it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, yeah, man. That I lost fish... weight that trip. <laughs> You're looking at you, me now like, well, you've gained it.
1: <laughs> you look <laughs> you look healthy. Well, you had to walk two miles to the one pizza joint to go oh get your god. food. I, so, I remember that. Oh man, they brought this fish over
0: and the oh. spices they You cooked. liked it?
1: I did. I just didn't have. I just didn't look at the head.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing when <laughs> they brought the barracuda in, I thought, oh my god. Like <laughs> it's a barracuda. picture of it. I will post it. <laughs> I will post a picture of a barracuda with tomato sauce on its <laughs> head. <laughs> I have it. It's nice. Eat it. Yeah, I ate it. You, you ate it. You ate it. I remember Janet looked at me. She's like, "Here," and she like tried to tell me it was chicken. I'm like, Janet, I can see the head. Like, it's not."
1: Like... You're like, "Fine." I'm walking to the pizza place.
0: Yeah, I didn't. All I ate, yeah, bread and fruit. I, I'm not a big seafood. That wasn't, yeah. But for a seafood lover, I could only imagine. Oh, it was good. That was Very good. good. <laughs> yeah, we did order pizza one night, and that was amazing. That was, yeah, that that's a different podcast in itself. Um, awesome. So, any favorite experience in the Seychelles, or?
1: Yeah, when we went to, uh, we were gonna go snorkel
0: uh-huh.
1: on the island, and um, I don't remember his name, but he he p- got a little seasick and puked all. Was it Jeremy? I know it wasn't Jeremy, but he just puked all over oh. here in the ocean, oh. and then all of you guys are like, "Well, let's go and jump in the water." <laughs> no one. T- <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, I think I might wait a little bit. Let let the puke disperse through the. Water a little bit
0: <laughs> oh my god it was terrible oh uh, it's so I had no idea I was the first time I ever even snorkeled it was so weird like it was, it was so different. weird the water is blue like turquoise blue and I remember like I just you look down and it's crystal clear you can see you know you don't see any fish but then when you got in the water you're surrounded by schools of fish and they use like the mm-hmm. counter shading for you know obviously like for um to blend in you know the environment anyway it was really cool I didn't make it to that little island though you didn't need to do that didn't
1: I thought you did that little, I thought you guys snuggled up
0: to the... Maybe I did. No, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't want to stay on there, though. Because I remember some of the girls were like, I want to get a suntan. And I'm like, I want to be in the water. So I looked like a tomato <laughs> at the end of that.
1: God. Oh, God. And we did, bike, we did this bike ride. That was uh-huh. amazing,
0: too. On the dig. Yeah, that, was that was awesome. Amazing. God, so cool. And that's where we saw more Aldabra tortoises. And mm-hmm. That was cool. <laughs> that was so, it was just so cool. Like, I just, yeah, I loved it. Do you remember we ordered french fries? I, no <laughs> <laughs> I remember you ate them because I remember everyone's like oh we're not hungry and I'm like and are you sure everyone <laughs> are you we were with the group and then and of course you know me I ordered these french fries and it was like
1: oh my god <laughs> we all ate them
0: <laughs> I was missing American food so much I mean I just was I was dreaming about pizza and yeah anyway <laughs> I love the Seychelles too yeah, would you go back good. to the Seychelles
1: um it wouldn't be my first choice uh uh-huh. Because there's so many other places I want to see, mm-hmm. but if I had, if I guess if I had an opportunity, I'd probably take it. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. definitely. That's weird for me. I, I don't know if you if you ever feel like this, but I had such a good time in the Seychelles, like such a good time, that I almost like I'm afraid if I went back, it wouldn't be as as good. Like I felt like I had a great time there, you know, but I just. Does that make sense? Like, I almost didn't, I mean, I had so many great memories, but it's like, that was a great time, but I'd rather go explore other places, I think.
1: Yeah, me too. Like, I'd rather, there's a lot of places I really want to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Cool. Well, we now are going to uh, talk about something. Actually, we're going to take a quick break really quick. (laughs) I'm going to get a refill. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But seriously, uh, we are going, up next, we're going to talk about your adventures in India. We'll be right back. (laughs) You can say, (laughs) and we're back. (laughs) Oh, we are back with, uh, oh my goodness, my good friend Val Hershey. We just talked about Africa, then the Seychelles, and now we are going to, (laughs) what are you you laughing about? (laughs) Now we are going to talk about your experience in India.
1: Okay, India. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, okay, same thing. Oh, hold
0: on, hold on, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but first of all, who (laughs) talked you into going to India? Um, you know what? It's just I my love? Of travel. Remember, we had the no, remember we, you and know, I oh. had that conversation. And, and I was then like, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> go. Val, said, Val, let's go to India. You no, know, I, I said Val, I'm going to go to India. You only live, we <laughs> only live once, and you said, you know what? I said, you're right. I'm, I'm going to go. Did you show up for the meeting? You went, the
1: <laughs> and there's so, no. Show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So, same thing. Raptor program. um, a little bit different circumstance than, than uh, Africa because so so, India, they, uh, they they treat their animals a little bit different. They mm-hmm. care about animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sacred. And so if they get sick, you know, they, they want to take care of them. They start feeding them antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And that was more of the problem there. It wasn't a poison per se, but it was the antibiotics getting in their system. Okay. And then if they died, then it was getting in the vultures. And the,
0: and the vultures were dropping <clears> like crazy. Yeah. Okay.
1: But I, I don't know what antibiotic it was. Um, but I think they had a little bit easier time convincing the people in India the importance because they already view animals as sacred. Anyway, okay. so okay, okay. So anyway, we went there for that, and we get to go on a couple safaris there.
0: First of all, <laughs> what is your take on India? No, seriously, you no, be honest. No, what is your <laughs> what is your take? no? I'm just it's very crowded. Okay. there's no
1: lanes on the road. Uh huh. Um, people just go Uh uh-huh you can't uh yeah i was (laughs) i was a little fearful driving yeah but some of the cool things though is we happened to go during a time it was a celebration one of their times where they throw color um paints and stuff at each other okay i mean everywhere just color Uh everywhere so we Uh got we got to be painted and that was really cool i I really wish i remember the the holiday it was for them but oh man (laughs) so that was really cool the food was excellent really yeah Do you think i would
0: have liked it no, <laughs> not at all.
1: <laughs> no, it, you know, and the funny thing is, is that it, it's so spicy. I, if you like spicy, there's no spice like Indian spice, like hot spice. Hot, hot. I've never had such hot food in my life, and it was. And I like hot food. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, like sweating eating dinner, and there's Munir. Can we get it a little hotter next time? Oh. <laughs> That's I'm not like, how sounds you by the way. No, I know. <laughs> But seriously, like, I mean, I would like to say I can handle heat, but holy mackerel.
0: Really? Oh, Did you have, like, I know this. Everybody got sick. Yeah, how did your (laughs) stomach feel? I would have hated to share a bathroom. I think everybody got sick, except me.
1: Maybe I was used to it. I don't know. Wow.
0: That's (laughs) cool. Did you have any good curry? Even the
1: mild was hot. Oh, oh yeah, just amazing oh. food. And like they make that. a lot of lot of vegetarian because I'm still a recovering vegetarian. <laughs> you are. I still try to eat meat, but yes. it doesn't always happen. But so they have so many vegetarian options that are so oh good. good. They are
0: they are more healthy. It seems like more vegetarian <laughs> conscious. I think over there, not conscious, mm-hmm. but I well, feel because like they lot used to it. not
1: eat animals. Yeah. At yeah. all. I mean, in fact, the only reason why they cook animal now is to for the Western population.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah, not like they really
1: know. eat it themselves.
0: Yeah. They don't – yeah, because they, they don't eat cows there, <coughs> correct? Because they're sacred, so you, obviously you're not ordering a hamburger. <laughs> you know, they don't eat pork, correct? They don't – yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, but they'll cook with them, I and they cook chicken. Yeah, chicken a lot. So
0: – Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How long were you in India?
1: Ooh, two weeks? I don't know. What's the usual – it was about two weeks because it was over wow. the Christmas break. Okay. Again, if I'm right.
0: If I'm okay. right. So this is um, why I wanted to go to India so bad. You got to do something that a lot of people – We'll never do. You got to see tigers.
1: Okay. When you say see tigers. Well,
0: like, yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to up this podcast. You can lie a little. No, I'm kidding. Okay.
1: <laughs> Let me count. Four. Okay. Saf- oh, no, no. Seven. Seven safaris we went on. Seven? Okay. Seven safaris. Okay. Two Jeeps. Okay. And every time we got. I was in the Jeep with Munir and Dr. Bashard, mm-hmm. And then um, Diane and I can't remember the other people's names offhand mm-hmm. are in the other Jeep. Every time we come back to report, I saw tigers. Oh. And then we're like, oh, we didn't. Oh, Next man. time we go on safari, we saw tigers. <laughs> oh, we didn't. What um, did you see? The only reason why I happened to see a tiger is because one of our poor girls got sick. Uh-huh. So I took her place on the Jeep. Oh! <laughs> and I found out that he was just taking them really on places they weren't supposed to go. Oh. And finding the tiger. Whereas with Bashir, Bashard and uh-huh. Munir uh-huh. we were looking for vultures and staying on the oh, okay. basically the path and that we were supposed to be going on and
0: Tell everybody <clears throat> and you explain this to me and I find it so interesting the difference between let's say an African safari and an Indian safari cuz it's, it's it's completely different right
1: Yeah it's totally
0: different Okay
1: at least for my experience yeah. you, know, you you feel like you know in Africa you feel like you're pretty much in a zoo because they're just there you know you're going to see them
0: Yeah there's no no
1: but in in india you just you're looking you're looking you're looking and then if you did see an asian elephant they were working you saw an elephant yeah but it it was working you know what i mean it wasn't wasn't like like, like, yeah it wasn't like a wild elephant
0: yeah okay 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 so So, but how and don't they like restrict you like you're only allowed to go at a certain time like aren't they very strict regarding these tiger reserves yeah you get the planet and then you're only supposed to be in there for like I don't know, a couple hours, it And large? you're supposed
1: to kind of like follow certain mm-hmm. paths. Mm-hmm. But and I'll tell you this, one people like with the money. I don't remember who he was, but he had a lot of money. Uh-huh. Because he was able to pay them to try to lure the tiger out so he could Really. See yeah. So we how, how would you lure a tiger that. out? I don't know. I think they Oh, I know why. They <clears throat> spotted him mm-hmm. and then they brought their worker elephants and kind of oh. pushed him out.
0: That just them. doesn't seem nat- – yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, that's not, it's not natural. Compared yeah. to like when I went on, you know, we heard him. Okay. Cause the, well, we didn't hear him, actually. We heard the um, – God, I don't even know what animal it was. It was like a deer-like animal. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> Not, a secret, not but, a
0: secret, but okay.
1: And he was doing warning calls. Okay. So we knew he was around. So we stopped, okay. and we're scanning. We're scanning uh-huh. the area, and the driver kind of, you know, stands up in his Jeep and turns around, and you could just see his face – just his eyes got bigger and uh-huh. we turn around and the tiger's walking right towards us on the road oh my gosh like not very far off how
0: either. like just
1: just walking towards us nice and slow not like he was going to come running yeah, and yeah, leaping yeah. and yeah, everything course, but but still to the point where we were a little bit on edge uh-huh. because this was a total open jeep if you can imagine jurassic yeah, park of course a total open jeep and here he comes walking and then um, he ended up Kind of going off the side of the road. Okay. Marked his territory. And
0: okay. Then, and then left. So you had to see one up close.
1: Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. So, After all of those safaris, I, I so did. So, what are get you
0: seeing? See... Like, so on safari, you're not, you're seeing, uh, let's see, a couple deer species. Are you seeing anything else? Are you seeing birds, monkeys? Oh, so or...
1: luckily, since I went with Dr. Bayshard <clears throat> uh-huh. and Munir, mm-hmm. since we were looking for vultures, I uh-huh. saw so many different species. And I'm sorry, don't hate me, Munir, but I can't remember all the species. Well, that's fine. But we did see. Some amazing, like we went and saw this tree and it had, oh my gosh, so cool. This amazing boulder. I wish I had a better camera.
0: But yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Did you get to see a sloth bear? Sort of.
1: Off in the distance. Oh, and the funny thing gosh. is, is that it was so hard to see that everybody started going to go uh-huh. see it. uh-huh. And they were so amazed and so excited that we actually crashed into the other Jeep. Oh, my gosh. And crashed into us because okay. we were all trying. Everybody was – like all of a sudden it was like they spotted it uh-huh. and they got on the radios and they're like, and go here. Was, and yeah. everybody went and like, yeah, seriously crashing. How far away was it? It was very far. Like how it far? Was, like uh, is it half mile? Maybe. I mean,
0: you could really barely see them. Like a tiny little dot. Like yeah. A black. Like really. with
1: binoculars, you can barely make them out.
0: Oh so. my! That's lucky because the sloth bears yeah. are pretty difficult to find in Apparently, those reserves. Yeah, I didn't know that. But how big? <clears throat> do you know how big the reserves are? are they. I mean, like I'm just. I, I've never been to India. I've never even like. Like, is this like? I don't. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, is it like crazy city outside? Then all of a sudden you go into this reserve. Like, is it fenced off? Like, how do these reserves?
1: Well, it is kind of fenced off. but People actually live there. It's weird. Really. And walk around, and, and so oh. I was like, uh, "Are they safe?" And they're like, "Well, you know, the tigers will only go after if you know if you're really old, or or if you're really young." Oh or my God, what a
0: horrible <laughs> I'm like, okay, way so you to have go. to be a healthy
1: male you know, adult okay. to not be afraid to be walking around. But but yeah, people live there. But the the thing what they were trying to do is so they have reserves, uh-huh. but they were. Um, the habitat had been ruined through with the road, uh-huh. basically. Uh-huh. So they're trying to do away with these roads and connect the habitats together okay. to make them bigger, to like make a, a larger like a area. wildlife corridor
0: type of situation.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so they're trying to combine <clears throat> okay. some of these to make their area larger. Okay. And so use f- fragmentation, uh, so frag- like they won't okay. hunt certain places because if it's fragmented, then they don't have enough area. So they put the yeah. So they, they take away that one road, and all of a sudden the area is doubled. Okay. So that's what they were doing. That was the process when I was there.
0: Okay. So. And, and you flew into New Delhi, correct? Yes. And then, so how far away are these tiger reserves from New Delhi? Like, are you going on this crazy adventure? I mean, I'm just I'm trying Gosh. to picture it. Like, are you driving through these crazy cities, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're here at the tiger reserve, and it's this.
1: <clears throat> the drive seems long. I, okay. I, if I remember right, I remember driving for a couple hours, and mm. then I remember taking a train. We took a train overnight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it took a while to get out of the town.
0: Okay. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's amazing.
1: Taj Mahal is pretty nice. There. Oh, Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah, yeah have,
0: that was pretty cool. Don't they have one on the Jersey Shore? <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have one in, uh, who is that? Oh, um, Atlantic City. Yeah, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, I found that, you
1: know, because that was not a, like a landmark that I was like, eh, okay, cool. We're going to yeah. go see it. It wasn't something like, I need to see it. But it, I was fascinated in how, how it's built. So apparently it's, it's totally symmetrical on both sides. Uh-huh. And except for where the king is buried. He is off-center with everything around really? it. The whole thing. Like there's buildings on the sides and there's, you know, trees and plants on the side. Everything is symmetrical except for him. It's set buried off the side. Wow. It's yeah, it's quite – I don't know if that – because he wanted to be special? I don't yeah, know. I <laughs> I don't, He's don't know. a king. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. So.
0: That is – yeah, I would love to go – just to see wild tigers, says there's only a few thousand left right like less than two thousand aren't the numbers insane like we have it's more insanely low insanely like we have more tigers in captivity than we right. do and yeah that's insane so would you go back to india <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i saw my that's, tiger i got my picture i'm good I'm good
1: yeah. In wouldn't fact, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to sway people away from India. I mean, I think it would be a great uh-huh. opportunity to see. But I would definitely make sure you had a guide okay. who knew what he was doing. Uh-huh. Um I definitely wouldn't go alone, especially if you're a woman. Oh. So yeah, okay. you just there's some you know like right off the bat they're like don't don't look at guys in the eyes you know I can't oh. do that because that's signifying that you want them or
0: okay <laughs> yeah so I didn't know that I yeah.
1: Okay. See, so yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful. And the funny thing is, because you, you're so you, you know, for me, I'm uh-huh. so used to making eye contact because that's what you're taught. You know, if you want to be a good communicator, you make oh, yeah. eye talk, eye yeah. contact. And so I remember a couple times doing that and just looking away really fast, like, "Oh my god, I hope he doesn't think I." Can. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, my gosh, yeah. that's crazy.
0: <laughs> I still would like to go to see wild tigers. That's something that yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Um. Yeah. How? So do you have any, I mean, any advice, any last minute things you'd like to say for anybody who wants to pursue a wildlife-related career or travel? or
1: Probably definitely getting into the right college.
0: Okay, you yeah, know, yeah, definitely education. Want,
1: like, yeah, education, well, and not just because I'm a teacher. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to push the education
0: route. I but... know, right? <laughs> and this is sponsored by... <laughs> Middleton Academy. Middleton or, Academy. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> no, but I, I do. I push education. I, mm-hmm. but I just love learning. So, uh-huh. and, and t- when you teach, you learn. You know, and uh-huh. if there's anything I've learned is I, like I got a lot to learn. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But I do, I, I do believe education is probably the most powerful thing you can have mm-hmm. and get. You know, mm-hmm. so
0: yeah. I would go that route. And I think your story too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I think it's great because you literally, you were doing a certain career. You got, you know, a different degree. And you, I think I do mean
1: three different careers. Three different careers, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so,
0: three different careers. But I think it's great that you're, I think you're inspirational for someone like, hey, if you don't like your life, your situation, your job, change it. Change it,
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, because you know, sports medicine and teaching gymnastics is pretty far away, away from, from all of a sudden going to trying to be a zookeeper. And yeah. I really just couldn't, you know. I, Matt, my friend Matt, was trying to talk me into, you know, keep going with it, stick with it. Yeah. I found I was too sensitive. Too sensitive about animals to, you know, because, like, if I did anything that... I, you know, there's a couple, mis- you know, you always make mistakes, uh-huh. you're human, but if I were to do anything that put these animals in some type of harm's way, uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: that way, or just seeing them get old or sick, or, you mm. know, I didn't even work at Woodland Park Zoo when they mm. had to put Jahari down, oh. but I still bawled, so yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't do this, I I just, I put too much mm-hmm. heart into it with animals, so.
0: That's great, not I mean, Not with children. <laughs> no, I know, I know, and that's why you don't have and kids. teenagers, <laughs> don't, <laughs> yeah. Wow! <laughs> That's a lot. It, it's emotional. Yeah. I did a podcast uh, two nights ago. We had, do you even know this? We had a great horned owl, an injured great horned owl, fly into our chicken coop. No. Injured just a couple days ago.
1: And
0: mm. we found it injured. We put it in a separate exhibit, basically. And you can listen to the podcast if you want. Um, basically, we, we they had to euthanize the owl.
1: Oh.
0: It was cool. horrible. And I just, I did this podcast and I just... Yeah, I just I, I, I talked about it because it is something people don't realize. Like you ask people, like, do you want to work with animals? A lot of people would say yes, and then they don't realize like <laughs> there is a dark side to it. Right. Yeah. Like it's sad stuff when you have to put animals down,
1: especially when you when you care about them so much. You know, I, I oh, mean, yeah. I really have a passion for animals. So yeah. So sometimes I wonder, you know, like you you got to have the passion, but you can't be that sensitive. And I'm just I'm too sensitive.
0: So. Yeah. That's yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Awesome. Okay. Um, Are there any places you would like to go to? Australia. Okay. Australia has some of
1: the most amazing animals I'd like to see. Tasmania. Tasmania devil is my most favorite animal. I want to see a Tasmanian devil in the wild.
0: Matt has a great um, guest on who takes care of Tasmanian devils. She's great. She's obviously from Australia. (laughs) You know, good day, mate. Yeah. Um, That's not how she sounds, but that would be cool.
1: Yeah. Australia is definitely on my list. Tasmania and New Zealand.
0: Okay. Okay. What about, would you ever want to go to the Amazon?
1: Not first on my list. Really? Okay. <laughs> because when I think of Amazon, I think of a lot of bugs.
0: That's, that's <laughs> interesting because it's funny because Sam, she wants to go to the Amazon on, anyway, and we're talking about it, and I don't think she realizes the in, like the bugs are bad. And we... How many
1: different ant species are there yeah.
0: and spiders I... and mosquito and like yeah i Just, would love you know. that but you know we had a someone who was on the trip with us um martina I, maybe she was on a separate trip but martina she's from argentina mm-hmm. that's the first thing she said i was like i'd love you to the rainforest and she's like there are the lo- oh, now she, <laughs> she sounds um corbin anyway, anyway i do a horrible
1: martina martina accent. has a beautiful
0: <laughs> accent no i love it because when she reprimands <laughs> yells at me anyway that's a different story um I'm getting off track. Anyway, but she said the bugs were so bad. I mean, that's like the number one thing she said.
1: Yeah, couldn't do it.
0: I still would like to go. <laughs> I, another thing, I would love to go to Alaska too. Wouldn't that be cool?
1: Yeah. You know, the, maybe my parents just got back from Alaska. What? And my mom wasn't too impressed. I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, just moose walking around. That is cool. Yeah, I would have been,
0: yeah. She just was not what they said. Wasn't expecting. her thing, yeah. Did, did they see grizzly bears?
1: No, no. So they were actually on a cruise, but
0: oh, on a cruise, a last cruise. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they did
1: get to see a you know a receding glacier. Oh, cool. <laughs> the highlight. Yeah. I like the trip. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, Val, thank you so much. Any last minute words? No. I think we said it all. We were at it, almost an hour. <laughs> Part two of our interview. Um, yeah, so basically, just for anyone young, just education. Stay in school. Stay in school.
1: Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Emperor. I work with alternative kids, and mm-hmm. they have some of the worst circumstances that mm-hmm. I've ever seen. So for them to keep going to school is pretty amazing. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, stay in school. Just just keep going with it. And mm-hmm. Find your passion first, you know.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. If it takes thirty years like me, then it takes thirty years. But you know, eventually yeah, you'll find your passion. Though. Yeah.
0: That's great. And it's good. And I think also to tell people, like, these – the ideas of traveling the world and stuff, it is, it's realistic. You know, it's not yeah. unattainable, so.
1: It's not. Yeah. But you do have to be willing to give up certain Sacrifice. things. You're, yeah, you're not going to be able to have everything, so. You got to choose what you
0: want the most. That's awesome. Well, will you come back on the podcast when you go to Australia or when I, you go? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that I'm sure I'll still be here. My trip. <laughs> I know. Maybe next time I'll have a studio. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where life will take me. Okay. Thank you so much, Val, for being here. You were awesome. I was. It was cool. Thank we you. got to like relive everything. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, 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 we're done. Yeah, anyway, this is great. And there's the door. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please, once again, if you have any questions for Val, <laughs> you're like, Please email here's, me her per- <laughs> here's her personal email. No, right. I'm kidding. And number. Uh, awesome. I'm just kidding. Well, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. Please make sure to hit subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps me out. I also encourage you to check out CorbinMaxie.com. You can contact me there personally, even suggest a podcast guest, or if you just want to learn more about animals.